Welcome back to the Agents of Cool for our on-the-spot uh, post-show review of action blockbuster, The 355. Right. Uh, I am uh, Eric, your grumpy number six, joined as always by... Ray. And Stacy. And uh, today we have just watched the, three, the 355. It's an action spy... Spy. It action is an spy? Action spy. Action spy blockbuster uh, uh, action movie. What's spy? Star- is that suspense and spying? Is that... That was a... Uh, that I glitched. Suspenders and spying? It's that, that, was, that was me glitching. Um, starring Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, Diane Kruger, uh, Fan Bing Bing, and um, Penelope Cruz as a team of female uh, secret agents coming together to uh, save the world from a uh, renegade MacGuffin. This was first... You're in, not wrong. Movie, movie was first announced in, let's... I think it was 2018... Uh, the, the, these great actresses wanted to get together and do a James Bond type of movie, a Mission Impossible type of movie. They recruited a guy named Simon Kenberg uh, as the writer and director. And the movie was shot. It was scheduled to come out the first part of 2021. The world was, in fact, still going to hell at that point. Uh, it got delayed to 2022. We reviewed the trailer a couple of years ago now. Um, and today we watched the movie on Amazon Prime. And um, no, it did come out in theaters. It did. Come, oh, it did come out in theaters. We just but we were not did not feel safe enough yeah, to watch that it in was theaters. Kind of that weird time. Was like you know somebody coughs. You know three rows above. You basically you know dive into a tub of hand sanitizer. It's, it was. It's been a weird couple of years. Yes. Yeah. And we decided on uh, mass here that basically we didn't want to risk our lives for this one. Um, now that judgment, uh, as it turns we out, did was see Spectre in theaters. So you, we did see, but that was that was in the before times. I, Oh, we saw Diana. We saw no time, no time to, to die. die. No time to die. We saw no time to die. But at that point, we were all vaccinated, and mm. things were calm enough that we could, thought we could see a Bond movie without uh, dying, and we didn't. Yeah, but we did pick the Bond movie named No Time to Die in the middle of the pandemic to go see. So, I mean, we were basically running around in an irony storm, waving up. Well, it was a Bond movie. We, it, it, it's like we can skip the three five five if we have to. But this show, if we don't go see the Bond movie, then why are we even doing this? I, I'm, I'm not disputing. I mean, I showed up. I showed up with bells on. Generally liked it. As but. did I. Let's see. Um, so the 355. Um, it starts with uh, an American CIA agent uh, named only Mace, played by Jessica Chastain. And she's there's a MacGuffin they got to get back. And the MacGuffin is apparently, well, if you've ever seen... Are we doing spoilers? Well, okay. So actually, it's, I'm trying to think. It starts with... Well, technically, it starts in the, uh, in the drug lords. It starts right. in the drug lord's mansion, and there's a deal going down. Apparently, the drug lord's son is some kind of techno genius who has built a black box capable of uh, dismantling any encryption, any system on the face of the earth. Crashing which, airplanes, kids. Which, now, which he demonstrates by blowing up an airplane. And in blacking out all of Bogota. Now, I want to uh-huh. point out something here, and this was very hard. And this is a problem with... There, there is something about watching movies when you can't hit the pause button and you're basically you've paid you know 15 bucks to go in there and you have a super extra large size drink there and maybe the large popcorn yeah um, snow caps yeah so Mm. and you're basically watching and there's a certain amount of you can't really pause and go back and go wait a second 
Um, or that's you why you have the refrigerator logic. Where if, mm. if you don't worry, about, don't worry about it till you're standing in front of the refrigerator afterwards. Then the movie did its job. Yeah, and yeah. a case in point, uh, the first J.J. Abrams uh, Star Trek movie, which has plot holes the size of a semi, but every time I watch it, you know. In a yeah, theater, but, and yeah, my but, brain but, disconnects. Yeah, but we're not going to do that YouTube thing where we bitch about plot. Well, no, but this is—I th- I, I'm trying to figure as we will get into. We are this, not cinema sins. Yeah. But no, thank God. I I I work on in the computer side of the house, so this movie was maybe up there with the Die Hard movie with the guy from the Mac commercials in terms of oof. And the problem is when you've got the pause button there, and you realize, you know, my Diet Pepsi is. Not a super extra large, or Diet Doctor is not a super extra large Dr. Pepper that can basically last the entire movie and the drive home. You get thirsty. You think, I can just pause it. I can go see, get a drink, or I can go. And then the you bathroom. confront the refrigerator logic early because yes, you're at because the I'm at the refrigerator. While the movie is still going. You actually at the refrigerator. You also, if you're the guy running the remote control, mm-hmm. guilty, and something happens that just makes your brain go, that is the stupidest computer thing I have heard all week, and it has had competition. You, you, you can't help yourself. You pause it and go, that is a stupid computer thing I've heard all week, and it's had competition. Wait, okay, we just have to accept <sighs> that this no, kid I'm- in Columbia developed a drive that contains a set of tools, as they eventually explain it, that can break anything. So if it falls into anyone's hands... It can be used the world to is do now, all you, you, kinds you, of things. Now, 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 I'm assuming this guy, he's got lords of drug lord dad's money to spend. He's got time on his hands. And he does this for what, a hobby? I don't know. Yeah. The movie tells you this is what it is. So these are the this is these are the rules of the engagement. Yes. Now, carefully. His, his name is Geronimo, or Geronimo, I guess, since it's in yeah. Spanish. Yeah, no, this is not really strictly relevant because he does not last past the first 10 minutes of the movie. Oh, and this is going to be a spoiler podcast. So if you haven't seen, if you have not seen the movie and want to... And want to go in unspoiled? Pause now and come back later. Yeah. We could we could do the quick non-spoiler review and then get I, into details. Nah, spoilers. Okay. Yeah, I mean this is what, nah. movie, at this point the movie's been theaters. The movie's been out on you can purchase it. The movie is now actually out. Right. We, uh, we were getting Amazon to this Prime. rather late. So. so well, the movie well the movie was rather late. They shot this mm-hmm. thing three years yeah. ago. That's fair. You know, so, it came out a year later than it was supposed to, and now it's on Prime. And yeah, and it's it's free on Prime if you want to go watch it. It's it's and again just okay just general thing. Are you wondering should I listen to the rest of the podcast? Should I go see this movie before getting the spoiler cast? Well, so we're we high, at least we, even like would we recommend seeing it? Yes, no. Yes. Okay, we would recommend seeing it. Well qualified. We have some reservations. Yes. If, if, if this kind of movie is your jam, go ahead and see this movie. If you like Mission, if you like Bond, if you like spy pictures, this is right. This is, I mean, for my part, I mean, this is the kind of thing I like, so I'm inclined to like the movie. Yeah. It, it kind of uh, gives me my, it, it taps the vein, gives me my drugs. It's okay. This is the kind of deal it has I like. It executed ac- sequences, it has complex executed performances. Well script, shot. Yeah, the script is not so terrible that I'm just like, I'm right. done it, here. You just have to accept that it has all the action movie tropes. Yeah. This could have been done if they had thought back in the 80s, hey, let's get Sigourney Weaver and Linda Hamilton and all of our action ladies mm-hmm. together in one movie. This S- is what they would have S- made. Sigourney Weaver, Linda Hamilton, Cynthia Rothrock. <laughs> yes. And introducing and, and, Christina and, and, Applegate. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, actually. Actually, yeah, and uh, Michelle 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 Yeoh could have been uh, Fan Bing Bing. Michelle Yeoh could have been Fan Bing Bing. Totally could have. Yeah, and then uh, Penelope Cruz, Maria Conchita Alonso. Yeah, you could have done this in the 80s and more or less been the exact same movie. Yeah. Now, the problem is Hollywood in the 80s was, unfortunately, Hollywood in the 80s. In addition to the cocaine, there was no way a, movie, a female-led action movie would get made I back mean, again, in the 80s. No. Some of the great female-led action movies happened in the 80s. They yeah. did, but I mean, in terms of like a tentpole giant... Even, big... even the jerk fans on the internet that hate all things with women in them and certainly hated this movie still say that, you know, 
Ripley and Sarah Connor were what we want to aim Rip for it. for some reason. But nowadays, you have a woman beat up a dude. No! Yeah. Or a woman outsmart a predator, even though this literally is what Arnold... I mean, Arnold didn't beat up the Predator either. The Predator no. is bigger and stronger yeah. than Arnold. I mean, crucially, yeah. also, yeah. Arnold basically, I mean, Arnold's character in Predator is many things, but you do not, he does not begin the movie winning a mince, his, his Mensa membership. Let, let's, <laughs> it's not stupid, <laughs> but anyway. Um, okay. So uh, basically, it's, it's thumbs up. It's, um, it's, it's, all, it's all well done. Stacey says it hits all the tropes, and she's right, and kind of what you want. Given, okay, number one, I think Jessica Chastain is absolutely luminous, in addition to being a spectacularly accomplished actress, as are all of them. And you kind of want, you don't want them to just do what the boys have done. You want it to be like 5% better than it is. Just a little more inspiration. I mean, they're going after the drive. Like, Jesus Christ. It's like for everybody's going after the drive, right? It's always the drive or the thumb drive or the disc or the thing. Or it's like, eh, you kind of want it to be a little something. You want it to be a little more different than it is. They, they are executing the boys' action movie pretty much spot on. But given the talent of the actresses involved, you want it to be a little more inspired than it is. Yeah, I think part of it is, and this is maybe a thing where you've got, you have, again, stellar cast, but mm-hmm. it, there's possibly almost, to give them all stuff to do, it almost ends up a little bit mm-hmm. of a confused mess. And there, it, there were points where I was like, is the movie not over? And then more would happen. So, right. It gets so, to a point where you feel like the movie's I mean, over right, and then there's right. more movie. Right. And it's, well, yeah, well, I mean, and, I mean mid, okay, midway through when they've recovered the MacGuffin well, and they're all sitting that's around, not over they're all sitting around the drink basically like, I, unless this is taking a hard right turn and somebody is inviting somebody to their, you know, they're all going to be bridesmaids at their wedding basically <laughs> yeah. for, you know, and it was, you know, um, you know, basically special surprise guest star Melissa McCarthy. She's getting, you know, she's getting married. You know, she's getting married. She's she's marrying. uh, Oh, what was it? Rick Ford. She's marrying Rick Ford. Melissa. That's okay. Now, now you see here. Now, here we go. Spy Mm -hmm. with Melissa McCarthy from the summer of 2015 when we started doing this show. Mm -hmm. Spy actually works as a better spy movie than this movie does. I would, uh, yeah, it's like spy when they're executing the actual spy caper in the movie, even though it's just, it's just, even though that's just a nuke, right? That one, if I remember, sure, they're just getting a nuke, right? Weapon. It's a nuclear weapon, even though that's that, that MacGuffin is not terribly expired, that inspired, that movie actually works as a better spy movie than this does. And for God's sake, it stars like someone who is not, um, oh hell, I don't want to fat shame her or nothing. Um, I mean, Jessica Chastain makes a fairly convincing physical combat person. Diane Kruger looks like action heroine. I mean, oh, hell, I don't want to fat shame her, but part of the point of the movie was that someone who doesn't look like an action figure can be an action figure. Right. Um, and I would I would argue that that movie was actually more daring in its thinking and more inspired in its spy story than this movie well, I, think, is. I mean, I think the fact that that was a comedy gave it more license to do stuff uh, and take more. they felt they could take more risks there. It's, my but, point, point still stands. So, it's actually yeah, a more so, inspired spy I movie. I mean, it's a MacGuffin chase. So, you know, basically midway through when they recover the MacGuffin and have handed it off to basically one of the spy's bosses, you assume, okay, yeah, and they're basically sitting around congratulating each other for, congratulating each other for a job well done. They, they have spent the first, like, third of the movie mostly opposing each other because they're all from different countries, spy agencies, and yeah. everybody knows about this yeah, drive. And so, the initial, okay, so the initial setup is basically, okay, there's a drive that apparently contains, it is non-replicatable because movie reasons, that can apparently hack any system by using movie things, including apparently the isolated flight control systems of jumbo jets. Movie things. 
movie things. Movie okay, things. Uh, okay, it's action movie. We're accepting they action have, movie logic. I mean, in my professional opinion, they maybe over-egged the MacGuffin slightly to make it seem Probably didn't need to be that awesome. And also, well, we'll get to the, the general comment. I have a couple mm-hmm. thoughts on, on, on that, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to those. So, okay, so it's a MacGuffin chase. So basically, you know, the drug lord's house gets shot up by somebody trying the, the MacGuffin. And... Some, you know, apparently the Colombian special services guys that were surveilling the drug lord, who did not realize this was going to be a cyber weapon deal, um, there's apparently one sole survivor that apparently shows up the MacGuffin and wants to sell it to the CIA for a modest three million dollars, so he can just effing disappear. It has undoubtedly called every other agency in the world as well. Right. Yeah. So the CIA goes and tries to get, you know, tr- you know, the CIA sends our our protagonist and Mace Jessica Chastain and her and her buddy, uh, her would be boyfriend. Uh, uh, Nick, played by Sebastian Stan, he of Bucky slash Winter Soldier fame. Um, Who yeah. actually is Romanian, I believe. This comes really? up later. Yeah. Really? Interesting. We so, see him speak Romanian. I didn't know he actually was Romanian. Yes, okay. apparently he really does speak Romanian. He didn't have to Sebastian Stan? The script, right? Really? Yeah, so that, that, may be, that wow. may be why they picked Romanian as the, you know, right. uh, later for those scenes, right. which is kind mm-hmm. of cool. Well, so, good for him. You know, so they go to try to get the MacGuffin, and somebody else basically busts up their dead drop, you know, bag swap, only turns out the bag they get, you know, the bag they get, the guy, you know, the guy, the Colombian special services agent that was trying to give them the drive gives them... Didn't have they, the drive they on They get him. a bag full of newsprint, and the, we later find out, German B&D agent who was trying to grab the drive apparently gets a bag a backpack containing a measly three million U.S. dollars. And is very disappointed by that. Very disappointed. So, you know, so we get, you know, we get a couple nice chase scenes, and apparently Nick ends up, you know, in the, apparently ends up eating a bullet. Okay, fine. So, you know, so far so good. And again, so but far, noticeably off screen. Noticeably, noticeably off screen. We don't see a body. And you know, okay. And again, I'm trying to figure out like, is this going to try to be one of those slightly less bloodless? You know, you know. Okay, we don't know. Nah, but so, if, he, if he don't got a body, he's not dead. Yeah, and that, that is suspicious. And I mean, I mean, it's like I grew up watching all my children with my mom. Um, one of the great daytime soap operas ever executed. And one of the things you learn, if you don't have a body, they're not and dead. As it turns out, the gunshot is implied because of just a hard cut to a you know, very loud environment. So maybe. Right. Okay, and, so. And, and, and then the CIA director tells Mace that her boyfriend's dead right. and that he identified the body. the body. She right. never sees the body. And no, the CIA director tells you. at the debriefing before they tell well, her. Okay, oh, maybe not. Make okay, it I don't think he's the director of the CIA. He's basically like a senior. The next one up. Senior above, agent yeah. or something. Eh. You know, he basically, he is. CIA boss. Yeah. He, CIA he boss tells her. Tells her that he identified the body himself, and if you don't have a body, and he says he saw the body, he didn't see the body right. because he's not dead. He's, he's no. not which means the, he's which means he's not to be trusted no. either. He's not quite the grumpy black police chief, but he's close. Close. No, no he's now, more genial. His second in charge is a guy named Grady, who makes Rick Ford look like a. Yeah, Grady's a twerp. Grady exists to be the. He's not exactly sexist, I guess, but he pretty, he's pretty pretty sure that Jessica Chastain he just is, doesn't has have what it's t- has betrayed have what it the world. Or, yeah, yeah it's a, it's, I mean, basically, he makes Rick Ford look like he's a there for model he's, of poise and right. he's there know, for Jessica Chastain to beat the crap out of. Yeah, we know this is probably coming again. And he's got that kind of face. It, he's got that kind oh, of face. The actor has a very punchable face. I mean, he, oh, for yeah. all I know, he basically like donates. To, you know, he does like puppy rescues on weekends. So again, but, but he has a punchable face, and that can be lucrative. Yeah, basically, his job is to convince you, I am, you know, I am a misogynistic jerk, and he basically hits those marks, bang, 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 pretty much again. Let us pause for a moment and give thanks for character actors because their job is to basically have punchable faces. Explain who they are is in few lines as possible so you can get off the plot. And the yeah. best ones, well, that is why they are memorable. Yes. And we'll take a moment. Rondo Hatton, dear, dear departed Rondo Hatton. Rondo Hatton, yeah. So, 
Okay. So m- there's chase scenes. We go to we go to Paris. We go to Morocco. We go to Shanghai. Well, the crucial there's how a- this sets up though is yeah. her boss, you know, says, "Okay, you know, sends Grady out of the room. And says, turn off, the, you know, like, you know, turn off the camera. That means the light on the camera goes off. <laughs> the camera says, okay. Now, I, if you were to, you know, go hunt down the guy that killed your partner and recover the drive, that would be understandable. I can't really assign you to do that because, because you're you under, under investigation. investigation yeah. Do everything. The fact that we lost the drive on your watch. But if things were to happen, you know, that's, you know. So, he, you know, basically all but said, you know, he doesn't, you know, he says in a polite, avuncular fashion, basically, you're off the case, kid. Knowing full well what every police chief that says, you're off the case. Says basically, yeah. a warehouse is going to blow up two days later, and you know the drug lord is going to walk out in, in bracelets. Okay, yeah, that, that's how you do this thing. Basically, yeah. you, you take Bruce right. Cannon off the case. There's a bunch of property damage. You get your man. That's yeah. basically police yeah. chief one on one, right? It's about the right. second. The loose cannon turns out to be the German agent, though we don't get as many scenes of her with her mentor. Yeah, her father, her father figure, who yeah. also, yeah. and this is interesting. This also goes back to 2015 when we started this show because her mentor uh, played the torture expert in Man from Uncle. Uh-huh. So there are little threads connecting uh, us back to earlier editions, early Sprite movies we watched on for this show. Um, and he actually isn't entirely creepy. He was very creepy a man from Uncle. He's kind right. of fatherly and avuncular in this, too. Right. But they, they literally have a scene just to establish in German with subtitles that she doesn't work with teams. She's a lone She's a loner. Wolf. She's a lone wolf. And, and he actually lets her. Like, he's going to put a team on this because she didn't get the drive either. And he's like, she's like, no, it's my mission in German. In German, and uh, ich bin mein mission. So she doesn't say <laughs> ich that. Bin mein, ich it's bin mein mission. Similar. Now I um, want a jelly donut. <laughs> but don't we always? Jelly but donuts of course, right again well, with the action hero trope, she convinces him. Chocolate donuts. Yeah, no, sprinkles. she should totally do this one solo. Uh, and it's it, it's this is one of those things where it's mm. an action movie cliche scene. Mm-hmm. And given that we've spent a lot of money to get here, and these people are all very talented, it's like. It's like don't just try to do what the boys do. Try to try to do this one better. You're all better than to just execute the same tropes. Just having it be a, a woman doing it does not necessarily freshen that trope up enough. I mean, we, already, we also already had best friends and partners who've never slept together but really want to. So I was yeah. just primed for all the tropes. Yeah, well, well, this is this is yeah, this has got all the spy movie I mean, tropes. We, okay, we know that basically Jessica Chastain is the lead, and then basically mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, pretty much. We're pretty sure Sebastian Stan was a dead man as soon as basically they got all smoochy. Okay, uh-huh. just like you know, the first girl Bond yeah. goes out with the movie. Right now, to the thing about probably didn't you me. You know, we don't want to do just what the boys do. Yeah. I my counterpoint to that, Atomic Blonde, where they basically did ah. everything the boys do. Yeah, but that was more ins- that was significantly more inspired. Oh, yeah. Stylistically, a whole bunch of other stuff, but. So okay, so we the, cut to our. That was one. That was one of the movies we covered that actually took it to another level. Oh, right. Yes, it absolutely executed that, and then somebody was essentially doing. I mean, it was basically Jane Bond, mm-hmm. and that which was is the, that, yeah. that was that was their mission from Jump. And the, and the, and this is like not Ethan Hunt, but Ellen Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is which is fine. I mean, I, I don't want to give the impression that I don't like this movie because I do. Uh, if you like action spy movies, I mean, you're probably going to like this one. It's they execute pretty well on it. I just wish it was. A little, just a little, just mm, like five percent less tropey. Mm, yeah. You know, it's um. I mean, once you get, to, I mean, 
once you get to the action scene, the action scenes are great. Mm-hmm. And Except for the trope that's set up in the trailer and then they never actually do, which yeah. we'll get yeah. to eventually. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get so, to that. Okay, so we cut to our the Colombian, I don't know the Colombian intelligence agency works for, if it's basically the anti-drug task force or the Colombian secret service or... Right. The she calls it the intelligence force or something. something yeah, the, the agency. Intelligence but, directorate. So, or, intelligence directorate. So they've apparently flown in his therapist, played by Penelope Cruz... Uh-huh. His therapist, the Colombian agent that's run off with the drive, they're flying in his therapist to try to talk him down she from is selling the, it. She is the intelligence agency therapist. She specifically, yeah. she has decided that the, the Colombian intelligence agency is so heroic and has saved her country from the drug lords or whatever that she's going to use her psychological training to help them feel better about what they do. So this Now, is crucially, apparently, the Colombian, so apparently there are four guys down in the basement, you know, down in the lobby, and they basically want him to come in and give them the drive. Sorry. They want him to come in and give them the drive. Now, crucially, you know, and apparently he's in a lot of trouble for absconding with the drive and trying to sell it for $3 million. Now, given what the contents of the drive are, um, the Colombian Intelligence Agency is a bunch of cheapskates because, okay, fine, you give us the drive, we give you $3 million, we call it done and dusted. That would basically, you know, that would seem to be a simple deal. I mean, yeah. when you make the CIA, you know, when you're looking more tight-fisted than the CIA who... I mean, he works for them. <laughs> He's supposed yeah. to recover this stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he has changed his mind. That's wonderful. That's spy business. Okay, uh. do okay. Do you want? Wait. Do you want the drive back? No fuss, no bus, and it's a modest three million dollars. Or do you want I mean, basically? I assume that's why they sent his personal counselor Troy up to the hotel mm-hmm. right. to talk him into doing. Yes, but if he's willing to give three, look, look, three million dollars from us, Ben, just as well as three million dollars from the CIA. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, we'll make it three and a half. Yeah. And we stop chasing. I'm just saying, they come across as cheapskates. They do. Okay. Because the CIA was willing to get the, yeah, $3 million, sure, no problem. Okay. Yeah, I love that every time they mention the $3 million, it's like, he only wanted $3 million. They're, they're, everybody's just chuckling like this, I mean, you know, this this maroon. Okay. Well, he's worked out the numbers. Look, I, 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 want, I have this. I don't want it. I want to get rid of it. And I want to keep my people safe. $3 million does that. In, out, no must, no fuss. And so they're walking through this, is it no meat? This, or fish it's, market it's, it's looks like fish market in France. Market, now, okay. One thing that raises the question is like, if he had just taken a hammer to the drive and called mm-hmm. it a day, that would have been. Then suspicious. nobody gets the drive, right? Mm-hmm. And it was basically everything went sideways. Terribly sorry. Oops. Mm-hmm. There you go. So you know, if they basically set up like I don't know, like the nar- you know the nar- you know the narcotraficantes who were in the opening scene were also pursuing him just out of revenge. He needed a place to hide or something like that. That might be a little bit more motivation. Mm-hmm. But this is possibly the first case where it's like, well, there's. Yeah, I mean, I guess this works, but they just a line here or there to basically set up and give a little motivation to it might, you know, might uh, might have helped. And it's, there's a, you, you see a lot of this where it's just like, you get close, but if you've just gone 5% further, as Eric says. 5% more. Now, I, the guy that writes and directs Mission these days, Christopher McQuarrie, he did 5, he did 6, he's doing 7, going to do 8. Um he does podcasts for the Empire Film Magazine and other and other sources, where he will basically talk to the podcast in excess of the runtime of the film, uh, which I love because he will just talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And one of the things he talks about, and one of the things he talks about with Cruz, is just um, a really refined sense of story, where you want the story to go, where you as an audience member, I mean, what do you want to see, right? Um, like they, he talks about at the end of Rogue Nation, they don't kill the bad guy. They capture the bad guy because, I mean, you, you think you, you think you want to see Ethan Hunt put two in the guy and call it a day, except he hasn't done anything to Ethan in the course of the movie to justify Ethan killing him. Right. So, which is why he gets put in that box at the end of the movie and taken away. 
Um, and that's a mission, though. You see the, you know. it, it is classic mission, but that's what the story wants, right? Mm-hmm. It's like part of it is figuring out what your story wants to be. Um, and this movie doesn't seem to know where the logic of its own story is going. Like, um, like there are things you want to see in this movie that this movie doesn't do. It's like they execute a lot of tropes, but then back off on the tropes we want to see executed. If, if that makes some yeah, sense. I mean, there's, there's some things that the trailer implies that you want to see them do that would be kind of tropey, but it's the trope you want to see, and then they back off on it. It's like there's stuff that you want to have happen in the movie. There's things you want to see that they never actually execute on. And it kind of leaves you... Uh, the movie, even with that lack of inspiration, like you want it to be 5% more different than it is, if they had executed, I think, on some of the things you want to see it do it would have been a little more satisfying. Yeah. And that's, so, yeah, and that's kind of just throughout, it's like, there's, there are, the, the ways they move from scene to scene and motivate characters long is like, it works, it's serviceable, it works it's, within logic. It's movie, movie logic. But, it's movie logic. Yeah, I, I think, it, it's always for me, I always like it when you get something that isn't movie logic, it's like, okay, yeah, I have a motivation to do this. And yeah. That, 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 I think that's what sets, you know, the, the really good ones apart. So, you know, so he, goes with his therapist and their the the four agents through the fish market shockingly this does not go according to plan um by this point so while this has been going on um mace Mace, has recruited her old friend from mi6 a computer hacker named khadijah played by lupita nyanga who's who's terrific i mean these these ladies are all terrific yes of course she can do all the cinematic hacking so, right. now, so now you kind of have the trope team, right? right. You, ha- you have your operative, your ass kicker, your psychologist, you have uh, your hacker. So the way the team has to have specialties, now your team has specialties. Right. And they haven't quite pulled forward together yet. Cause, so she persuades Deej to go with her. She gives her, you know, that no, that we really need to go after this thing. After, you know, she more or less figures out roughly where our, their mark is by, again, movie hacking. Uh, and she tells her boyfriend um, to the, well, she's got to go to a conference in Paris, which, you know, and the boyfriend not being a complete moron, hands her binoculars and says, you'll probably need these if you're going back in the field. Which was yeah. nice because, again, if you're, I'm going to a conference in Paris. Well, you're in London. Well, I can just fly over. We can just take the t- train over there. What's the name of the conference? I can look it up on the website because, yeah. again, we live in a world of computers. Right. So that le- the, that was at least nice. Okay, so she's back. I will be back tomorrow. This is just a one, one, one and done thing, you know. Spoilers, right. it is not a one and done. No. Right. Yeah, this so. is Khadija. She has a boyfriend back home. Yes. Uh, yeah. He, uh, yeah. So apparently she has not been a field agent for a while. Yes. Possibly because something went wrong or possibly because of the boyfriend. Yeah. I, I mean, it's never mentioned there's, you, yeah. you know, she's sporting a, she's sporting a pretty prominent scar. So uh. one assumes that maybe something went sideways and she decided. Right. Yeah. And she decided yeah. she did not want to, to do this anymore. Right. But okay, fine. You know, one last, you know, one last mm-hmm. time after base kind of. So they show up at the fish market. Diane Kruger shows up at the fish market. The Colombian agents start shooting everyone. Well, but no, Mm. that crucially, apparently one of the Colombian agents is a traitor. Ah, just so Kruger starts taking out, you know, Kruger starts taking out the the bodyguards and then, Mm. uh, you know, May, you know, Mace and, you know, Mace tries to take out Kruger and Mm. they end up getting into a fight in a, um, you know, in a uh, meat, I think in a meat locker. And crucially, one thing in terms of characterization, here's a fight with choreography. The you know Mace is fairly clinical when she's pursuing Kruger the first time they encounter. Basically, instead of, you know shooting, you know basically you know shoot you know shoot stuff to create obstacles or otherwise take out her motorbike or whatnot. 
Uh, Kruger, uh, you, you know, comes around and she's a very vicious fighter, does, you know, anything with her. She came into a subway tunnel. She starts smashing the lights as she goes past them so they don't silhouette her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she also pulls a, you know, a really nasty knife uh, during that fight. And in the meat locker scene, pulls that nasty knife. And then also some sort of meat, you know, literally some kind of meat hook. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she comes across just an absolutely just, you know, on, you know, like the Daniel Craig bond was just absolutely brutal in those fights. They, they, you know, they, they do do a good job of distinguishing between our two, you know, mm-hmm. basically, we are spies, by which we mean trained, kill, you know, paid mm-hmm. assassins, try, you know, try to dismember, you know, dismember each other. And again, it's a, it's a nice, account. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a nice scene. It's a nice little, you know, I, I appreciate little characterization bits like that, just in terms of your fight choreography. They, they, you know, it's not, they're not just trading movie punches. It's a service look fight. Uh, well, this is going on. Dee's just trying to basically, you know, intercept and get the, uh, and get the MacGuffin from, <laughs> from, you know Penelope and uh, what's his face. Uh, then of course one of the one it turns out one of the security details actually working for somebody else right. and starts shooting other members of the security detail. Right. Shoots uh, Luis. Luis, the, the original guy who had yeah, and makes yeah. off and makes off with the drive. Mm-hmm. Now Luis is standing there basically bleeding out, and I'm assuming you know, you know, so he dies. But before, basically before he does that, he gets um, Penelope Cruz. Graciela, 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 the character, to like, you know, fit, you know, thumbprint his phone or something, and that it turns green, and that will become important later. Meanwhile, everybody else is basically busy chasing the the, the treacherous uh, Colombian double agent, and you know, so there's there's jumping from shipping containers and such, and it also becomes apparent that Jessica Chastain, you know, Mace decided. First reason decided to wear heels because mm. I noticed everybody else is wearing flats. Just point out <laughs> yeah. this. Um, I'm, I'm sure her. Stu- I'm sure her stunt double was just absolutely on great terms with the costume director that day of shooting. Let me tell you. But anyway, so he gets away, and you know, uh, then Kruger, Kruger, yeah, Kruger. Murray, Murray, Murray. Um, she spirits away uh, Graciela by impersonating a DGSE agent. Mm-hmm. Apparently, DGSE is completely, utterly. Well, there is there is no French yeah. spy. I'm just going right. to put front. The DGSE is apparently totally unaware of what the hell is going on in the middle of Paris and just basically gets. They, they do not come. I, yeah. I, I do so not apparently, think, that was a casting thing. They, they one of them would have uh, Marie would have been French. Would have been Marianne Cotillard. When they switched to uh, Diane Kruger, she became German. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So she impersonates a DGSC agent and spirits Graciela away to a quote-unquote safe house. Uh, she calls her delightful kids and she's trying to find out what you know about the drive and she's I don't know what's on the drive. And that's the point at which Mace and Deej break in and there's basically, you know, they're pointing, you know, they're pointing guns. Everybody's pointing guns at everybody else. Mace and Marie really just want to shoot each other. Yeah, a lot. Because they've had confrontations multiple times during this movie already. Right, and Mace, Mace thinks Marie is some responsible for... Well, he's indirectly responsible for Nick basically getting right. killed. And these uh, finally talks them down and basically, go ahead, kill each other! Go ahead, please! And that may or may not be a you know, rhetorical device, because like, well, if they shoot each other, we're, I can go home, but okay. Nah. So, apparently the phone that Luis gave Graciela is some sort of tracking device that's key to her fingerprint, which means our super hacker can't, like, borrow it or use it, so she has to hit it with her thumbprint to track the drive. So they have to take her with her to track the drive. Which apparently has a tracker. She works for an intelligence agency, but she's just a therapist. Yeah. I'm, so yeah. she's definitely the Mrs. King in this character. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. basically, this is basically, I'm just an analyst um, yeah. kind of thing. So, okay. So, so she's literally an analyst of a different kind yes, entirely. Now, yeah. Obviously, the tracking device 
Nobody apparently thinks to turn it off or check for it. Apparently has an amazing battery. So they pursue to where is it? Marrakesh? Where are they? Morocco. Marrakesh. Marrakesh. Morocco. 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 Okay. So, uh, so cut to you know as you point out, Jessica Chastain's character uh, Mace dressed as Belloc, wearing a white hat and a linen suit that makes her look a lot like Paul Belloc Freeman from Raiders. Yeah. So they are you know they are you know they they are pursuing the guy with the drive, but then apparently somebody attacks him and somebody else grabs it and they have to figure out who was it a brush pass yeah, was he, it dry yeah he passes it off to somebody else and then immediately gets murdered in an alley yeah no for some reason they have to split up to pursue to see who has the drive even though they have a, tra- they have a tracking device okay now other than that though there's a whole bunch Granted, of the tracker is in the hands of the lady who doesn't actually know what she's doing well yes but you all, all have to do is basically say over the radio he went that way. Well, but, that's fair. Okay, but that bit aside, there are a number of neat, you know, number of neat little, you know, uh, right. little bits and sequences of people, you know, trying to basically do, you know, doing quick disguises and trying to basically talk their way mm-hmm. into stuff and punch their way through things and, right. you know, uh, each in their own particular way, right. b- dealing with the various pursuing guys to winnow them down until they find, and then unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think somebody gets away off the drive, mm-hmm. um, but... They um, they're able to go after the guy that had it originally and figure out you know that right and uh, or that Khadija gets some neat moments where despite not having been a field agent for a while she uses her knowledge of Arabic and the fact that she actually looks like a local to infiltrate a couple yeah. of places yeah the guy goes into a bathhouse which does not allow women so she grabs a bowl giant bowl of what so, looks like chocolate pudding but is apparently supposed to be tomorrow's soap, soap. yeah. And you know goes in there. So yeah, there's some neat. Yeah, there, there are there are some neat bits there, and then they take advantage of the fact that in you know, a giant crowd of, of you know of women wearing various head co- coverings and such. Oh right, they will be unnoticed. Yeah, because the, the, you know, all the, the other three agents are like, okay, well, if we go, you know, if we basically if we shoot this guy down or whatever, we're mm-hmm. going to, you know, we will be exposed. We'll be exposed, and she's like, Grace like, wait, wait, you don't have to be exposed. And then they basically do a number of brush passes and other stuff, and basically it's a giant crowd full of. Women all wearing various right. head coverings, and the guy has no idea what you know. Just right. doesn't even sure who to go after. So that that part was neat. Right. Um, so uh, then, so they've got the drive. They give they they. There's a bit of debate who to give it to, and they decide. Well, the CIA has the closest set of agents, and they give it to Marks, um, you know, Grace's boss, who basically says, "Great, you're all going to accommodations. Uh, I'll talk to Mace's you." Mace's boss. Mace's boss. Right. Sorry. Uh, great, you're all going to accommodations. Woohoo. Everybody, you know, every you know, everybody goes home a winner. It's like clearly, this is only part of the way through the movie, so something is going to right. go wrong. The investigation right. is closed. Your name is cleared. This is all great. So, cue basically everybody sitting around drinks, basically comparing all you know the various times they killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Their first time times, the, the first times they've taken a life, and Macy's was actually a, a okay. cow. Yeah. So it's I mean it's a neat, okay it, you know it's you know it's a neat little scene and again if basically they then went to Melissa McCarthy's character from Spies you know weddings brides you know basically his bridesmaids okay fine that's great that would have been a weird left turn and would, but they're um, bonding they're bonding yeah but they find out from the TVs at the bar that, that like six planes crashed or something right and a blackout there's been like a blackout in Lisbon and half a dozen planes have been brought right. down so, so they know somebody's, somebody's got, got the drive. right cut back to Marks where uh, Fen Bing Bing he's apparently all by himself. And Fan Bingbing comes. You know, he's putting the drive away in a laptop, and Fan Bingbing comes in, kills him dead, and spirits away the, the drive. Our heroes, having realized that six planes have fallen out of the sky and there's a giant blackout, which is maybe overegging the pudding a little bit, mm-hmm. um, they race back and find Mark's dead and the drive gone. And then Grady, 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 and a bunch of other CIA guys come in and decide, oh, this is all their fault, especially Mace's. When they're all standing there with guns over the dead body of the section chief. Right. What are you supposed to think? 
Well, Grady's a dick, so he no, he's also yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, so they have to shoot their way out of that uh, there, and mostly punch. Well, I mean, there is some shooting, but they don't kill any. They, I, it specifically mentions they don't kill anybody. Yeah, that that is what. Okay, so yeah, that particular fight, that one was kind of like. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. do the you know they black out the lights, and basically there's a lot of slam you know uh, mm-hmm. smash cut stuff of you know stuff mm-hmm. by gunfire and punching right. and such, and it's no idea what's going on. It is. And again, they've done so. You know, they've done a couple of pretty nice ones and chases it up to that point. But mm. okay, so all right, well, they're you know, Baron the CIA thinks they off to their boss and have the drive. They don't have the drive. Somebody has you know, mm. somebody has the drive. They're not sure who. And then that's they mm. they think. Well, wait a minute. We we, can, we need to go nab the guy that we took the drive from. Yeah, we have no way to go forward. Well, let's go back. Mm. So they interrogate him and shoot him in the leg and. Um, Murray shoots him in the leg. I mean, well, and then they make use of the fact that he's bleeding to death too. Remind, reminded me of that great line from *Lethal Weapon*, where Murtaugh says to Riggs, and where they're talking to a little kid, "Nah, we don't kill guys. Sometimes we just shoot him in a leg." <laughs> yeah. yeah so they, okay, so they find out that apparently it was going to be auctioned off um, in, in Shanghai. Shanghai. Mm. So they somehow cop a flight to Shanghai. <laughs> Okay. They're spies. They They're got spies. multiple identities. They've, they've got contacts. They've we, got resources. We that's saw Mace take out at least three passports. Right. That's yeah, a long. That, that's going to be a long flight on a C-130, I'm just going to say. I mean, I assume they just assumed other identities and took a regular flight. No, or hired, they, or they, hired they, mercenary they, they aircraft they pilots. A, they, were, they were on a cargo plane. Maybe they were flying, oh, from, okay. they, maybe they were flying from there to some sort of airfield and then hopping a regular plane or basically, oh, okay, I don't okay. know. You know, basically, they, they, mm-hmm. so they get to Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they get set up to apparently there's going to be this giant art auction art auction antiquities mm-hmm. which and which one we, of the uh, one of the chinese antiquities has the drive in it and there's going to be like a separate secret auction for the actual yeah, so, drive yeah the, the, so basically in parallel to the auction for the other apparently the auction house is mm-hmm. yeah they're running a perfectly quote-unquote mm-hmm. legitimate auction but mm-hmm. inside the you know there's also a parallel auction online on the dark web, which means somebody read a magazine article somewhere, <laughs> uh, for the actual, ver- you know, for the MacGuffin. Okay, great. Now, uh, I, I do want to insert here that apparently Amazon Prime has this movie listed under suspense, mm-hmm. action, and arts and culture. Because and I'm assuming the- because apparently there are vases in the movie. I, I'm guessing the AI just basically said, "Oh, there's vases and paintings. Okay, that's probably arts and culture." Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Prime. Fine. You rock on. I. I mean, and we watched this movie, and assumably Jeff Bezos got another ten bucks out of it. I don't even know. I, no, I mean, he, it was, it was, it's free on Prime. We didn't have to pay to run it. Um, okay, so and again, so you, at this point, you kind of have your Mission Impossible. They're basically, you know, you know yeah. Now they've the got the, yeah, they got the camera jewelry, they got the earphone earrings. Yeah, so it's maybe you know, it's kind of Ocean's Eight ish. It's very actually, it's much like the very scene in Ocean's Eight yeah. where they all. Yeah, and it's 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 a bit like um, the the scene in Mumbai in Ghost Protocol. It's mm. a little like the scene in the Vatican in Mission Three. Mm. So we're back to. I mean, and we've it, it, we've we've been here before. Right, well, we've been here, man from Uncle. Man from, I mean, you basically, from you basically got okay. You I have mean, a, it's a classic to do that. Yeah, well, yeah. Basically, we have a perfectly respectable event where basically mm. you know. Ernst Stavros Blofeld waves over at Dr. Evil. They're having, you know, everybody's basically, there's a bunch of terrible people. You know what? Actually, this goes all the way back to the auction scene in North by Northwest. Sure. Yeah. 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 So essentially, you've got a bunch of terrible people that are basically hobnobbing mm-hmm. and basically, you know, the normies all around have absolutely no idea that basically, you know, all the evil in the world is basically in the room, you know, eating canapes, making small talk, and yeah. basically bidding on, you know, ner- you know, nerve gas, nuclear weapons, and 
you know, bioweapons, right? Right. Poison chewing gun. And then, unfortunately, you know, then Mrs. McGillicuddy basically decide, you know, gets a different husband, absolutely outbids everybody, and gets this delightful little, you know, delightful little ceramic poodle <laughs> and bids it up and wins it. You know, and it, this weren't they gets, weren't they bidding on M's little ceramic bulldog too? M's little ceramic bulldog was also part of the part of the event, but so yeah, you know, I digress. Yeah, so you know, and then basically, then Napoleon Sol and Ilya have to basically you know mm-hmm. separate her from her beloved you know her beloved little thing. Meanwhile, basically, you know, Thrush is trying to get their hands on it, and, and you know, Carrie Car- Car- Grant's in there like uh, razzing James Mason, flirting mm-hmm. it with Eva Marie Saint. So it's I mean, th- they are not the first to derive this scene. You know, the mm. scene they will not be the last. Mm. Okay. But anyway, so but there is a key twist in this. Sequence. Yes, that's I'm throwing that to Eric. Key twist. Um, Nick's I'm, not dead. Oh the, yeah, that part. Yeah, uh, because we saw we all saw this coming. Nick's not dead. We didn't have a body. CIA, right. the section chief. Of the, yeah, we all knew this was coming. Nick's not dead. Nick is in fact working for the bad guys. And I, hell, I don't know. That scene was so half. That scene was so half baked. Did we even get? Was it even like I wised up and went with the money or something like what? that? Do, do we even get a decent yeah, they explanation? Mentioned at the, they mentioned at the beginning when they're first conversing that she cares about the job more than he does. But do it, it seems to come across as part of the I would like us to settle down and have babies thing rather than... Yeah. It's so, like, it's like I mean, even when... Um, okay, we do mission one and when Phelps went uh, bad, right. he, he at least actually gives you a little right. a little speech, right? Do you know right. how many times? I, I mean, he does... Yeah. Like, no, he does allude to, you know, about three million dollars. You ever think about that, just taking the money, just disappearing off the grid? Oh, he, right, right. Yeah, he'll, yeah, but that's still... It's it's half. And that's kind of... Yeah, it's half. Okay, they, they, they make some attempt to basically connect it back to that. It's not immediately clear, like, is he just decided, I'm going to freelance this? Yeah, I mean... Or... Is he, is he is he is he gone freelance? Is he working? He's working for the villain. Is unclear he clear at this point who he is working for? Yeah, that is true. right. So apparently the thing is being bid, which apparently this is the thing. He was he trying to steal it? Who, who you know was he? What what's going on now? At this point, somebody counterhacks the hacker, mm-hmm. and they have to relocate, and then a whole bunch of you know there's a whole bunch of back and forth and. Of trying to, what are we going to do? And then how do we, well, we can't. Mace has to kick and punch her way out of the room where Nick left her after she refused to join his evil scheme. Yeah. And then uh, they, they can't, obviously, they don't have enough money to bid on the, the item and certainly not on the. Oh, oh the aux- right. on the auctions being run by the Chinese agent who murdered oh, right. Section well, Chief. Right. Which, the, yeah, the Chinese, yeah, the Zubi- apparently, that is apparently her auction company, we mm. gather, because it has, I think, uh, or she's not associated with it. So mm. we assume she has basically decided to spirit the drive away and is basically selling to the highest bidder. And it goes for one billion, no, half a billion dollars. A half billion dollars. So they, always, they can't bid that much, even on the, mm. the cover amount, but they're able to, you know, they're able, uh, Ursula is able to get close enough to tag it electronically with one of the, you know, pieces of... Mm electronic gear that the agents set them up with. So they can at least track it somehow. So the base is carted off. They, they, oh, the original tracker has actually been disabled. Disabled, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, once, yeah, so once, yeah, when they, yeah, they, when they, when they found Marx's body and they tried to turn on the tracker, the tracker's been disabled. It means they technically don't need to drag the therapist around anymore, but. Yeah, well, but, oh, except now, mm-hmm. except now the bad guys know who she is and they right, can go after right, her family. Right. And apparently, so she's yeah. got to see it through right. to protect her people. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously she was presumably implicated in the death, you know, in Marx's deaths and she right, was right. standing there with them. Okay. Yeah. So how does that play out? I think, you know, the, 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 the vase is wheeled to the back office. There's, and there's some running, there's some jumping, there's some punching, there's some guns. Yeah, well, so they they, they attempt to storm the... They attempt oh, to there hit, was a... Th- yeah, there's a thing that they're all trying to time together before... 
No. No. Oh, no, that's, that's later. later. Okay. So they're uh, okay. So they make a, they make a play for the office uh, uh, right, to right. try to get to get the MacGuffin back mm. uh, and you know overcome the security detail and they are you know they do not succeed. They basically you know um, mm. Dij and Marie are basically massively outnumbered by the, by security. Right. The, the, being, being uh, uh, Fan being scared. Li Xing lets him go. Lets him go. Just says go. Oh okay. right, they get yeah all of the local cops or agents, one or the other. Yeah. So at this point, there's I mean yeah. they, they 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 do they they you know they the the explosion they set off to try to you know to basically mm. storm the office that summon the police. The alarms are going off. They replace. Oh, is this where they use the perfume? Yeah. There's basically yeah. Right. So. Um, yeah, one of the things Deej brought, basically brought was basically a couple of, you know, was a, you know, binary, expl you know, basically mm -hmm. binary explosive. Hydrogen peroxide and acetone. acetone. Mm -hmm. And she looks at Marie, who's got, whose file says she's a specialist in demolitions and says, can you work with this? Turns yeah. out she can work with this. Yeah, so she's got, yeah, some kind of, yeah, so some kind, you know, basically they. So know, the they, actual real cops are on their way. Right. Uh, so the alarms are going off. Uh, yeah. everybody makes out, you know, base, um, Mace runs into, uh, Nick outside and prefers Twitter to go with him. She tells him she'll. I'll go with you to hell. <laughs> so he's like, okay, go go ahead, shoot me, shoot me. My guys will just fire into the crowd randomly. She doesn't shoot him. He gets in the car. She shoots it a few times at the window. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> the police are all over the place, and then. Uh, and then Fan Bing Bing, Mixing shows up and just yeah. tells them to let the two. And, and basically, she says, get, "Get in the car, losers. We got to save the world." Oh, right. She right. shows or up outside, like, or and the cops like show up yet again. Yeah, I, well, I think yeah. I think the first set of people were actually like her security forces uh, for the office, okay. yeah. and she just lets them go after right, they put their right, weapons. Right. Just go, go, right. which is weird. And right. then she gives them the ride to someplace, and it right. turns out that she's one of the good guys. Uh, well, well it, she's working for Chinese intelligence. Yeah. Uh, nah, okay. So, well, she's one of the good guys. So like, well, what did you auction off? It's and like her actual dad. Apparently. I think is yeah. Also so, a fellow agent. Yeah. Uh, Who doesn't even get a line. Does he, uh, does yeah. he even get a line I like this? I don't think he even gets a line. So yeah. So yeah. So this is it. It, it, so apparently, I don't know if he's some Chinese celebrity that people in China recognize or what, but I, who can say? Yeah. So the, they go back to a safe house. Mm -hmm. We find out that uh, that uh, Fan Bingbing has actually sold uh, Bucky, evil Bucky, mm -hmm. has sold evil Bucky a fake drive. Uh -huh. Convincing replica, but not right. the convincing real replica right. fake drive. Where a safe house, one, and she did shoot Marks, but Marks was in on the evil scheme. Was in on the evil okay. scheme, so we're all good with that. Yeah, and he's the one who crashed all the planes as a yeah. demonstration of what the, of the device what they can right. do. Now, at this point, at this point, I did not hit the pause button, but mm. let us review here. So apparently the, the scheme here was they did the auction to gather intelligence on all the terrible, god-awful people that wanted to bid on the, the device. Mm -hmm. Now and she this, starts going through and listing all these different Bond villains, basically. Right. Now, crucially, this is the point for me in which the movie kind of went off into La La Land. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, it's like, okay, Chinese intelligence has a massive, you know, a, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the cyber weapon to end all cyber weapons in their possession. And, and they know that there's, well, and they're having right. the auction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so instead of basically just saying, oh, we have this now, and mm -hmm. then using it, not to, because, mm -hmm. you know, so far we're talking about they use it to crash planes and get and do this stuff, right. but really, frankly, if it can get into these systems to make them go, you know, right. you know go bork, it can, it can get do into much these more systems and just things. copy the files off. So essentially, the, we are expected to believe that Chinese intelligence has a cyber weapon of this great, you know, of, mm -hmm. of, of this level, and decided to use it as a MacGuffin to bait people over there, rather mm -hmm. than just simply shutting the hell up about it and getting on with the cyber right. espionage. Well, it's possible that, much like Mace and Marie and Deej and everybody else, and even Luis, well, he was trying to sell everyone out for millions of dollars, but uh, that Fan Bing Bing and her dad 
are not intent on just handing this to their superiors. Well, no. yeah, right, but this was the problem is this being a Chinese co-production. There is mm-hmm. zero, zero. There is zero way that Fan Bingbing is going to show, show a movie that basically you know basically paints the Chinese intelligence services anything other than that's fair. So and I'm looking at this. Oh, and, they are going to save the world. Of course. Yeah. So I'm right. looking at, and again now middle you know I, mm-hmm. shortly after this movie was made didn't she disappear for several years? Uh, she, apparently the Chinese co-producer actually pulled out because of her weird tax issues. Yes, okay. Fan Bingbing apparently has some kind of weird Chinese tax dodging deal and she well, or she was shall we say not visible to the public for an extended period of time mm-hmm. now yeah whether that was because she actually was not following her taxes properly she didn't pay the right sorts of bribes or somebody mm-hmm. decided to send a message and she was conveniently mm-hmm. we there. certainly we certainly could never say for sure mm-hmm. oh i can speculate all damn day. And we can speculate but uh yeah, yeah we don't know but basically i'm not going so they're in their uh so they're in their yeah. safe they're in their safe mm-hmm. house so- and uh, and then the safe house, and then apparently uh, Bucky barges in with uh, some thugs. So presumably Chinese intelligence oh. did sell them out. Because the movie doesn't offer us actually any explanation for how right. the safe house gets sold out. Right. We're speculating that Chinese intelligence sold well, out the safe house. We're speculating, but they... Uh, okay, so oh, there's a scene during this where apparently we are the guy that Nick is working for... Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who is was, the guy from the very... Who killed mm-hmm. the drug lord in the very beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. who was trying to sell the thing to... Well, he was, right. trying, he was trying to sell the drive to them... And then apparently things went side. He decided he was going to shoot the place up rather than just pay him money for the thing, which again. Well, he wanted to get rid of the son because the son was allegedly the only person who could uh, make another one of the things. Right. And again, that gets kind of into the whole why, again, goose. I mean, okay, bad guys are always killing the goose that lays the golden eggs. This is the thing. Uh, Fine. Um, But but once you've already made, apparently, the set of tools that can break anything. Right, but apparently it's, it's somehow magically not copyable, and it's just right. like... Oh, it will, ju- it will erase itself if you try to copy it. Presumably he did hacker stuff to it. Yeah. Right, but again, it's like... Yeah. So, so you know, essentially, they've, you know, there's it where he says, nope, you just bought me a 500 million, 500 million mm-hmm. fake, and initially it's strongly impilled. He's basically been cut up for... It's, he's basically, you know, been been he's basically being killed because you know the, the the other henchmen start beating him up, and then it cuts to a scene of basically stuff being chopped up on a stove. Yeah. So the immediate implication he's basically he's he's shark food. That's but, that's Deej's boyfriend, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. The, cuts to Deej's boyfriend. They're having a conversation. The phone. Right. Finally got this stuff wrapped up, honey right. bunny. I'll be home in a couple of days. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, and, uh, uh, and then Graciela Bucky calls her her call, lovely little family. Yeah. And then uh, what, what, what happens is uh, uh, Bucky barges into the safe house mm-hmm. where we're no explanation of how he found the safe right. house. You would think Chinese intelligence could at the very least keep its safe houses right. under lock and key. Uh, and then Bucky breaks in with his henchman and then brings up three computer monitors where we have uh, gunmen mm-hmm. uh, holding the, these people that our characters love hostage. Right. Uh, uh, Deej's boyfriend is, under, mm-hmm. is at gunpoint. Uh, Graciela's family is at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marie's German intelligence father figure is right. also at gunpoint. No, no, and it, tell us where the drive is, or I'm going to start shooting them. No, the thing is, they could have, I mean, the CIA safe house, you think they could protect the one their guy was in, but they weren't able right. to from one lone agent. Right. Uh, I mean, one no. assumes they used whatever little magic hacking mm. they used to find the other, you know, mm. the DH and others used to find them, since he's apparently running their own parallel mm. intelligence agency. Mm. There's no implication Chinese intelligence sells them out. Again, why Jessica Chastain's character is in, ah, you, the Chinese government now has the world's most dangerous cyber weapon doesn't immediately lunge for it and try to smash it with her bare hands. Right, 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 right. So we're, we're in the scene where the families right. are being held hostage and uh, Blam, Deesh's boyfriend's dead when they won't tell him where the drive mm-hmm. is. Blam, German father figure dead. Blam, done. 
Uh, so now it's the cute little kids. So now it's the cute little kids. So and the drive uh, is in a vase on the table. On right. the table. So uh, sticking it in a vase is apparently what you do with That's them. about all they had time to do. When That's um, and so, and it so, doesn't bother searching or tossing Right, 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 right. Or even they start having people vase. shot. And so a Chinese agent um, relents and tells them where the drive is. And then, and then we have a point in this movie where the bad guy does something so breathtakingly stupid. Um, he doesn't kill them. He doesn't he ta- put them in a death trap. He, he takes uh-huh. Fan Bingbing with him uh-huh. to, to operate make sure the, he's got the real, real, drive. The real drive and then does not have his men execute our heroines uh-huh. even though they are unarmed. Or even tell them to and then they beat them up instead. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. He there, walks away. There, right. does there is nothing. no laser. There is no right. some sort of slow-moving piece of industrial equipment they are chained to. There is not a railroad track they are tied up to. They are not... There is not a shark... Within anywhere in frame. Okay? Nothing. No sharks with lasers on their heads. No nothing. No. So um, this kind of bothers me in terms of story sense. Because we've gotten to a point where... He knows that at least his best bud is dangerous. Yes. And now she's got four other So the, pro- the problem is, is that if he doesn't... If he kills them, the movie's over. Right. So he doesn't kill them. There's right. no other reason to not kill them except if right. he kills them, the movie's over. So he doesn't kill them. Right. I thought he was going to be unnecessarily evil and still kill... So kill Graciela's family. I think he doesn't do that. Point, basically, shooting a kid on screen right, might right, be right, just right, been. Right. Yeah. I was surprised he got that far in how many people died. Yeah. I was liking um, uh, poor Deesha's boyfriend who just wanted her to come home. Just wanted her to come home. You see, and that's and that's why we established that he's evil. Right. Right. Because but he that has, does mean the dude got fridged this time. I guess a couple. Yeah, of the dudes dude got, got fridged. Dude's got fridged in this movie. So then, Abdel um, only exists to indicate, hey, Deesha has a. A, a emotional relationship to someone. Yeah. So um, so they take Fan Bing Bing and she's got her right. glasses on and her glasses have that classic Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt camera in the glasses bit. Right. And Which she is able to then send to all the giant screens that previously had the dead family member or right. dead loved ones on them. So, um, so our heroines are able to track her to a hotel in Shanghai where they're set up in a suite and they're hacking the drive and whatnot. And this uh, Chinese safe house as like you should, is loaded with firearms and plastic explosives in like a right. back room. So they uh, they get the guns, they're loading up, they're getting ready, we're going to kick ass, uh, and they figure out which hotel suite they're in, they get the rooms above it and below it, and we get ready for your big action blast. Right. There's a ticking clock because they've got Fan Bam being at gunpoint, mm-hmm. and she has she's opening up the drive and getting right. ready for them to use. Um, and then we have to um, get in there and stop all this because the only thing keeping her alive is that she's hacking the drive. They don't have full access to the drive. Right, so we got to get in there before she finishes hacking. Because, well, but based on his track record, he's just opened the drive, he's going to send her on her merry way. Because he, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. that, that, I mean. Like, we all, he, we all know they're going to kill her when she's done, but they can't kill her until she's done. Right. So we got to get in there but before she's done. he killed the other four people that he could have just had I killed. I buy That's that the he part. wouldn't necessarily have killed Mace, because I think he has the same connection to her that she has to him. But yeah, but I, kill the but other two. Why not kill? Why not Marie kill everybody and, else? Yeah. I, that that is a weird, weird, weird right. question. There's not. And I guess he knows Khadija at least, but still. yeah, there's zero. Yeah. yeah, there is. But yeah, the, why he doesn't kill them? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, yeah, just it's like we get to the point. Allegedly, he, he even faked his own death so that if Mace wanted to go on being a spy, they wouldn't suspect her after a while. Yeah. So um. Allegedly, so, so, but he's also generally full of shit anyway. Right, so right, right. so um. We have uh, girls in the hotel room on top and girls in a hotel room on the bottom. Right. And time's running wait, out. Wait, you really need to that. You, <laughs> okay, so. You really should have workshopped that. Well, you know, more. you know, if anybody's still uh, listening to us, uh, they know what to expect every once in a while. Don't we have a guy uh, in like Norway or something? 
I don't think we got Norway. We got the prisoner fans out in San Francisco. We got oh, a guy okay. in England, and I think uh, Gina and Leighton still listen. Right, right. Uh, Gina, I hope Gina, Gina, hi, Leighton, hi. Uh, <laughs> Susan, I hope you're still listening. Um, all the rest of you. So, um, so yeah, uh, uh, they, they blow open the floor, and like Diane Kruger and Lupita Nyong'o drop in on zip cords and start machine gun into place. Right. Jessica Chastain, because they're running out of time, starts climbing the outside of the hotel, busts in, we're machine gunning, right. action blast. Fists are flying. Just gets on an elevator. Just gets on an elevator. Goes upstairs. Uh, She's carrying a gun though. And then it's like guns, fists, and punches. Jessica Chastain has a fight with Bucky on the hotel balcony. And you're thinking, oh, clearly somebody's going to get thrown off this balcony. Somebody needs to get thrown off the. If you're having a fight on the balcony in the top of the hotel, somebody's got to go off that balcony. Because he's he's already said the you wouldn't kill me line. Yeah. So so she's got to. Uh, So we have all the fight scene, and Lupita Nyong'o smashes the drive. Right. so drive is out of play. Graciela, Penelope Cruz shoots Bucky uh-huh. after he shoots Marie. After he shoots Marie, right. shoots Mace Bucky. Does not put Bucky over the edge. And I'm startled by this because yes. at this point he's done the stuff where you want him to die. Right. And this is the one thing like the fight leading up to this point is actually reasonably well executed. It's in, yeah. you know, it's the problem is the when Marie gets shot. I mean, it's like you know. Mm-hmm. Two minutes before it happens, how the shot is framed, she's mm-hmm. going to get shot because yeah. She's, yeah. nobody's covering her. You know, right. this is you know, no, it's like no, nobody's covering that angle, and mm. it's you know, it's, it's so. I, it, we wants it to be a surprise. I wasn't really surprised because it seemed like they were telegraphing that pretty, yeah. pretty hard, frankly. So, um, so uh, the cops come. Fan Bing Bing says, "I want him to make a phone call." Right. Fade to black, and they but you hear as they're fading to black that Nick is still not freaking dead. He He's got a pulse. pulse. He's got a pulse. Card, title card, two months later. Nick is now apparently taken over Marx's position in the CAA. Somehow, he's weaseled out of all this. But Mace is still on the run. Still on the run. And we cut to Nick's Georgia, uh, not Georgia, Georgetown townhouse. Right. He walks in, drops his keys in the dish. Mace is sitting there, black turtleneck, black leather skirt, looking fine, waiting for him. And um, They banter. They banter a little bit, pours a drink. And... Um, and then he starts feeling, woo- and they have a talk. They talk about the 355. Finally. Finally. In the movie called the 355. We finally, oh, and it's like that meme online. Oh, he said the thing. She finally She finally <laughs> says the thing. She finally yeah, says the, the thing. Back in CIA school, they tell them about Washington's never never named female agent, Agent 355. Her name is lost to history. Right. But somebody knew who she was. Right. And uh, Bucky's feeling weird. It turns out, and then the other girls, mm-hmm. girls, I shouldn't say that, the other women, um, walk out from behind the wall and whatever, and it's like he still doesn't realize we got you. Um, and yes. Fan Bing Bing says that he, she's given him a mixture of Chinese herbs, in that um, and then the ice. He realizes because they get the, he pours the drink she never out of the takes same. ice. She doesn't take like ice, so he pours the drink out of the same decanter, and they're both drinking yeah. it. And right. there had been a bit earlier where there was MacGuffin's poisonous herbs. Oh right, right, right. Th- yeah. There's apparently a jar of poisonous herbs. Oh, because in the same... apparently she has lots of tea. Yeah, so in she's... the safe house, and so Mace was going to get some tea, and oh, because she was in pain from having had that fight yeah. earlier, and uh, yeah, so Misheng says, oh, if you drank that one, that all of your pain would be gone forever. So it leads to the even question of why in the flaming hell do you have lethal poisonous <laughs> herbs in the... in the herb cabinet in the kitchen? <laughs> well, she she knows the difference. She knows the difference, though. 
Presumably, everyone who uses that safe house is supposed, is supposed to know, to know which, the difference. Which yeah, uh, basically, uh, really, really, and there's a refrigerator right here is recording in the kitchen. Realize, oh, so that basically the safe house says all of the stuff you need to basically make a nice herbal tea or poison your next target. Which that, I guess, <laughs> that doesn't bother me that bad because 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 maybe because maybe they because maybe they've taken people and you're interrogating them quietly right. and you want to make a little something. Right. Yeah. So yeah, for a safe house, there since it is basically like filled to the gills with, with machine guns and explosives. Right. That, in hindsight, hindsight, that it doesn't seem as crazy. Why is the poison that doesn't in the same that cabinet as, as the, the kitchen stuff? Tea. Yeah. Right. That, that, um, seems, that seems like a safety risk. And so basically they've drugged him, and he's not going to die. But he's still not going to die. And he's going to be. Not he's, give him the death poison. They're going to take him to like a little room on the other side right. of the world where he's right. going to spend out the rest of his life. That I, you're going to a cell on the other side of the world, which. But you will spend the rest of, of your life. Basically, Chinese intelligence is getting yeah. their hands right. Chinese on intelligence is extra, as, uh, the, extraordinary so rendition from American the soil. The chief of the CIA is now going to be disappeared into the hands right. of the Right. But the problem yeah. being, the, the only problem with that is like. But the Chinese had him two months ago because he was basically laying there oh, insensate. Right, right. They know. let him go back and get a promotion at the CIA. I mean, if no. the idea was that he was actually working for Chinese intelligence at that point as so, so a now, triple so, agent. So are we doing like a three days of the Condor, 70s thriller, cynical kind of deal Jason here? Fleming's character? Did he no, just... uh, Bucky shot him. Oh, Bucky shot him. Oh, that's right. Oh, Bucky. Came, that's right. In the, t- the beginning of the two months later is... Yeah, right? is yeah. Bucky tracking That's him right. down? He does, yeah. yeah, he does kill That's him. Right. Yeah, and part of it is like, I mean, the guy looks menacing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have anywhere enough to do. We have no idea who he is. I think they mentioned he has some. You know, he's the, he's the guy pulling the strings, but right. we don't know anything about him. We don't. We got no. We got nothing on yeah. motive. He's, we got he's, he's connected to all the terrorists. And again, all, yeah, saying he's two dimensional is an insult to cardboard. That's right. yeah. And the problem is, and this is the the thing going back to you've got the super cyber weapon, and it's talked mm-hmm. in terms of well, basically they could just win World War Three before it even starts, whatever, right. because of all the destruction it caused. But again. You are all spy agencies, and everybody's thinking about how the terrorists will use this to blow yeah. things up. It's like, no, they will use it to destabilize financial networks. They use yeah. it to get compromise. They will use it yeah. to basically get all sorts of intelligence secrets and that sort of thing. And that is, in a movie about spying, the yeah. cyber weapon, yeah. the prospects for using it to spy yeah. are never fully right. even thought about. And now, um, now they take Bucky away. Right. And, uh, and we want him dead at this point, but the yeah. movie doesn't kill him. It may be a fate worse than death, but we don't want a fate worse than death. Uh, And then uh, our heroines, Mm -hmm. basically, uh, at the end of the movie, they're all healed up, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. and they say, well, I guess all our agencies are corrupt. See ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and they go their separate ways. Right. And, yeah, and like uh, the way Graciela says "hasta nunca," which I think means "see you never, never. again." Bye. No. I don't. No, no, which it's... is understandable because death follows these people all around. And she has actually still has a family. Yeah, she yeah. still has a family. I think basically, I am going to change my name and move to Greenland. <laughs> Goodbye. Now, now, I now, hate now, you now, all. We're told that all the rest of them have been rendered invisible. I assume by Deja's hackery. Right. And um, that, and none of them have agencies or loved ones to go back to anymore. But then they just go. There so, so ways. we establish that we establish that 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 there that there's danger in the world. Right. That somebody has to take they care of it. Yeah, that their agencies are corrupt. Lists off all, like three different James Bond villains that they could go after. Yeah. Later. And and the, but they don't. They don't. And, do and, this. and and now we're at the point where this. I'm not going to say I like the movie. I do, but right. I think this is serious. Um, because at this point in the movie, number one. You want Bucky dead. Mm. It's like you really should have chucked him off. I mean, ideally, you would have had uh, Graciela 
it's like Jessica Chastain shooting him. I think worked really good. Nah, but he needs to be dead. Like, and, we, and we're on that well, balcony. I mean, so what you want, what that, you yeah. want, and even though it's a cliche at this point, this is the satisfying thing mm-hmm. to do. Like Jessica Chastain beats the shit out of him, and she's about to punch him, and then Gracie Ellis shoots him, and he goes off the balcony. Mm-hmm. It's like it's right there. Mm-hmm. It's right there. That's what you want to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the movie, you want these characters to stay together. Right. Like we are now the three, five, five. It's in we the are, trailer. It's in the trailer. We've joined forces. We're right. a unit well, now. And they, and even in the face of right. knowing that their agencies are corrupt, right. knowing the we world is dangerous. Rogue intelligence agents going after all the people that are going to destabilize it. And then they don't. And then they don't do it. Yeah. And, and we I'm don't want that as if, an audience. Well, there's, was there supposed to be a sequel? They leave the villain alive. Right. Which I mean, and Sebastian Stan is reasonably... Right. I mean, he's, he's, he's good as the villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, they brought him back as basically, you know, the opposite number. I think, frankly, right. he, he gets more screen time, is frankly more charismatic than the guy, the uh, alleged big bad he's working for. And it's just... I mean, he's Sebastian Stan. Yeah, I mean, that's, he's, you know... And you, it's like, the, there's things you want as an audience. Mm-hmm. And okay, and we're making the Bond movie. We're making mm-hmm. the Mission movie. These right. are the movies that We've are made for... all the tropes so far. And How these, do you not have them announce themselves as a team at the end? I know. And it's like, this is like... You, there's a way we want. Did you want there to be more? I mean, did they just realize there's not going to be any more of these? We shouldn't set that like, up like, because they set the, everything the, else up. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, the other part of that scene that bugged me was also the the line about well, you know, we we save the world and no one's ever going to know. And like, it's like if you're that's make, literally the job that's, you that's all job signed up for before. No, I know, I, I know, I understand that if you're making a movie, you you don't necessarily want you want to surprise audiences. Right. You want to surprise audiences. You want to put twists on things, but mm-hmm. it's like this movie doesn't know. We're making a Bond movie. We're making a mission movie. It's okay. And you want to hit the things that your audience, you're right. making a movie for an audience. We're not making some art, mm-hmm. some Oscar movie where we're like making everybody feel crappy. Right. We're making the action movie where you want the audience to walk out of the theater on right. top of the world, ready for the next one. I want right. the sequel. Let me buy the, let me buy the t-shirt with right. Fan Bing Bing's face on it. <laughs> let me buy the licensed Jessica right. Chastain, you know, ha- handgun. Right. Let me get, let me get like a, let me get like the Diane Kruger branded explosive perfume. Right. It's like, we want to walk out jazzed and ready i can't wait for the sequel you're checking deadline.com on monday morning waiting for the news how's the box office and this movie doesn't deliver and they get right up to the edge i mean it's basically the closing scene of the first episode of leverage yeah where they it's like okay it's just the five of us we don't have bosses anymore we still have all of our contacts and skills and stuff we've been rendered invisible and we know about all these other bad people so we're just all going to leave. Exactly. I mean, okay, maybe it drives you send the me, therapist home me. because there's no good reason for her to keep risking her life. Sure. But but, but even as we do that, we know mm-hmm. we'll call her back for the sequel. Right, right, right. But we don't, but the movie doesn't yeah, do not, that. There's not even a hint of it. That may, I mean, there's maybe. Right. I, mean, I, mean, I think Diane Kruger says she doesn't think she'll never see Mace again. Yeah. But and that's, that's weak. So the two weak. most, uh, most uh, active beat up agents are apparently going to encounter thing, each other again. So but. again, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about the production mm-hmm. if they decided, okay, we, you know, if there were some reshoots or if they they had a couple alternate endings. I, I haven't gone back. Not and, that I know. Of. I haven't gone back and watched Not the trailer that I know to see, you know, were there scenes in the trailer that weren't in the uh-huh. other thing? I kind of figured. They ide- they definitely identify themselves as the three five five, which is the title of the movie in the trailer. But then yeah. lots of things are shot just for the trailer. Right, yeah. but, but that's the thing. Or maybe I, again, it was just kind of it. It was weird to call the movie the three five five, and it's almost a throwaway at the end. They basically mm-hmm. they could have called it. Mm-hmm. They they could have called just about anything. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's 
and right now I'm damn near talking myself out of mm. out of liking the movie because I mean, this is such. A, I liked it's a plenty jet. of the movie, but it didn't quite gel yeah, the way I there would are, like, yeah, like there, you said. It, it is needs a, just it needs a little a, bit better because okay, the guy writing and directing the movie, his name's Simon Kimberg. Mm-hmm. He his career is marked by averageness. He's, I don't want to say, okay, I'll say it, mediocre. He's mediocre. Jessica Chastain picked him up when they were making Dark Phoenix yeah. together. And uh, Simon Kimberg uh, botched the screenplay for X-Men 3 mm. and then did Dark Phoenix wait, again. He did the fir- wait, he did both he did last. He botched Dark Phoenix twice. They gave it to the same guy again? The same guy. Ah! The same guy botched Dark Phoenix well, twice. I'm glad I, wow, I'm very glad I didn't see that then. The same guy botched Dark Phoenix twice and still gets to make movies. Wish could have said that about X Men 3. And still gets to make movies. And it drives me a little crazy. So that's okay. Interesting. Because I mean, again, I, I generally, I, I didn't feel like I completely wasted my time. And again, I'm. Tr- and I don't feel that way. Part of it, again, and it's again, entertaining. I mean, this is what this is the kind of movie we're here yeah. to talk about, and we're talking about and it, and we enjoyed what, it. Maybe we enjoyed it more because we didn't actually pay for it. I mean, part it was of, free yeah, on I mean, Prime. Okay, I'll admit, if I paid, if I paid evening show for that price, mm-hmm. I'd be, I'd feel a little meh. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matt name. Okay. I mean, I, again, I, I am not disappointed that we ended up having to wait most of a year. Yeah, I, I don't feel, no. I don't feel like we missed out watching a lot of the years. Again, it's now, 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 now. It's there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's some really good performances. If you like these actresses, great. And they, they're, they're again, there are some neat bits in here. It's kind of like Quantum, actually. There are a bunch of neat little bits in here. If you just sort of chop them up and rearrange them a little bit, and again, my personal preference. And again, I'm trying to distinguish my. Man, I really hate you know mm. the I really hate the ultimate cyber weapon. Ultimate, right. you know, there is no defense against I mean, this. Once yeah. there was an ultimate the, cyber weapon, that's five minutes into the movie. You just have to accept. Uh, right. Okay, the so, ultimate yeah. cyber weapon but, is yeah, the that, that, that but is we, like but my, we've seen like, that. You know, but, have, like but favorite tropes. Right, right, like right, I have right. certain favorite. That tropes. is your unfavorite. That is my unfavorite trope. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm having mm-hmm. trying to like separate out the general going. I met on the MacGuffin trope from everything else in the movie and how much is how much of the feeling is like well I didn't really the movie didn't deliver on this and this or how much of that is well, it's, 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 it's always drive. the damn drive it's the damn drive it's the chip it's I mean it was the micro dot back in the day it's the micro dot well, actually you know what actually that reminds me of something I thought about but I, I feel like right ever now. since we entered the computer era yeah. it's always the damn drive yes well this is a problem that this bothers is, me this is a problem with I think hacking you see this in next gen mm-hmm. you see this in leader mm-hmm. Star Trek's where because communication technology has gotten so much faster we the idea of that ship is on the other side of the world and huh. Great Britain finds out what that ship did when it gets back a year later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whereas in Star Trek now, we literally had a recent episode of Strange New Worlds, which I like generally, but that basically revolved with them being out of communication with Starfleet, but still able to place like a call to somewhere you know, on mm. near Vulcan or with. Okay. But so you get a case where because the world has shrunk because of communications, mm-hmm. a lot of writing just assumes instantaneous communication back with base rather than nope, we will just have to figure this out on our own because by the time base finds out. Mm what happened, they will also find out whether they need to uh, dispose of our bodies or not. But yeah. same thing with like, elect, you know, ha- you know, with hacking for espionage type movies. You know, yeah, sure. The micro dot with information that could basically cause problems is a MacGuffin, right? We don't need to know the particular details. Oh, but the thing that can literally do the hacking, like this wasn't just information. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, the one thing about Mission Nautilus. One is basically okay. It was a list of the information right. that caused a problem. That's a MacGuffin. You don't need the full geopolitical scene and basically how this could basically, you know, right. render this particular thorny diplomatic question more diplomatic or whatnot. Essentially, right. we need to get this thing, or we need to get this thing that basically, you know, is a weapon or right. a particular secret or whatnot. Right. Okay. They but, did kind of go f- way over the top on, no, this is the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. at least until somebody comes up with a defense against but, it, all the secrets there, are there's laid There's a back. lot of shortcutting for, in terms of, like, okay, we're doing, like, you know, looking at all the security cameras and all, a lot of stuff to light over, get us to the next scene. Mm-hmm. Whereas I kind of miss some of the older low-tech methods, you know, where, mm-hmm. you know, 
you know, Bond put you know Bond puts a little you know piece of you know hair in the oh, uh, right. thing. or we actually watched okay we watched Operation Mincemeat recently ah. on Netflix, yeah. which I highly recommend. Mm. It is you know kind of a it's a fictionalization of, of a very you know of opera, the, the the Operation Mincemeat from World War II mm. where they used a dead body to fake out the Nazis about the you know the the, the about that poor where the bastard. invasion was going to be. But there's a little bit where they you know, the, it, part of it hinges on. They need to make sure the Germans read the fake documents on the dead body, mm. and there's various confirm that. And of course, one of the things they do is they put a they, they put an eyelash, a woman's mm. eyelash, crucially, mm. because it's supposed to, you know in a letter uh, right. that's supposedly from you know the, their mm. their fake person's right. you know uh, girlfriend. Right. And of course, if that's not there when the letter is opened back up, because mm. there's ways to you know they can't tell. The letter looks like it was never opened and it's still folded. Right. I mean, that's are, just what the other spy agency is going to do. Right. But you know, they're like, well, that, that eyelash is not there. That mm. means maybe they read it. Are we going to basically commit to this invasion, hoping the Nazis were distracted on the strength right. of an eyelash? I but love that, that the whole thing is we're letting them think they spied on us and got hold of our yeah. secrets, but then we have to know whether they managed it or not. Right. Like, they, which is, like there's which a couple is, of situations where they're like, oh my God, the freaking Spanish police or something are going to get hold of this yeah. before the well, Germans. And, and the, the so more, yeah, so, ba- so Spanish- basically, Ian Fleming mm-hmm. was involved in an impossible mission. Yes. Yeah. That's the most beautiful historical thing I think there, I've ever there's heard. There's parts where they were like freaking out because, you know, they're, they're like, it's, in, it's, it's fascist Spain, but like the Spanish police force is like, you know, you can come get your document of naval cases found in your officer because, you know, if it's left there, it might fall into German hands. And they're like trying to help. They think they're <laughs> trying like, to help no. the English. <laughs> yeah. the, English like, the English are like, dude, we need this to fall into German hands. Yeah. But we can't let the Germans know that right. we need this to fall into yeah. German hands. They have right. to engineer all kinds. Of, it's it's, it's like it's that. It's, it's like that scene in Blazing Saddles. We need the Germans to find it, but we don't need the Germans to know we need the Germans <laughs> right. to find yeah. it. So yeah. I would like a bit. The thing is, I guess what I would like is I'd like mm. a bit more old-fashioned trade crap, mm. low-tech mm. analog type stuff, rather than mm. well, it's on a computer somewhere so we could get to it. Well, that isn't right. really the way it works. The computers on the network, you mm. can't get to it in mm. general. The, you know, so I just that is one thing with the the. Mm. It's kind of in some cases. Remember, remember the. The, the old, you know, the way they apparently wrote next-gen stuff, where mm-hmm. they just insert tech in brackets and yeah. tell you to fill that in later. I, I you can, I, I think we kind of do that. I, I, there are some, I think, mm-hmm. spy movies that that's where they kind of just fill that in later. It certainly mm-hmm. feels like it. And I, I really, you know, old-style tradecraft, old-style right. just... I mean, it seems like that now we should actually have more believable hacking because more people have experience with that kind of thing. But I guess also more people have experience with, well, you can just go get information and people can hack your stuff. Well, we're all, well, I, well I think when we're dealing with this kind of, with this kind of world, it's like we right. assume that the person right. who's like the best of the best can do that. Right, right, right. I, I just, for the record, and this is my actual, my professional opinion, is that by and large, people do not understand how computers work any better now than right. they did 20 years ago. I are, You can make a case that people understand less about how the computers mm-hmm. work because... It's like probably people understand less about car, how cars work because they're more yeah, complicated. Yeah, because... Well, no, because they're more complicated, but a large yeah. amount of work has been done to make them easier to use. Oh, right. And you don't... To make that stuff know, kind of disappear. I mean, so, but, to, but to make them deliberately harder to work on. Mm-hmm. Well, the car, well, cars, but I mean, in terms mm-hmm. of computers, we've done a lot of things to make computers easier to use and you don't need to understand... Mm-hmm. All the stuff about the file systems and BIOS right, and everything. Right, right. There, it, like okay, a Mac, it just which works. is actually not, fine. Which is actually fine with yeah, me. Right, I don't right, give a right, crap you, how it works. You, I just want it to work. Right. You, and this is not a slight. I mean, mm. the thing about Macs, it just. But works. that's right. There was a period it, where you had to understand how stuff was stored on the computer to be able to use it. Yeah, it, it helped quite a bit. And there's a lot it. more stuff that lies over, and you want it to be easier to use. Mm. But by the same token, it means no people don't really understand how this stuff works. Also, see also, you know. People, mm-hmm. you know, see also phishing emails and click on this here to reset right, your right. password. Mm-hmm. And the English, 
And the English so is kind all, of off. Yeah, and... there are all kinds of neat hacking tricks that people obviously well, yeah, do. The thing is, but the yeah. ones the ones used are a lot of times depend on, you know, it, a lot of it is just getting somebody to do something before they think about it. Right, it's not. Right, right. It is not basically like you're. You know, it is not. You know, you're not basically doing this giant high tech thing and basically doing all the. There is some of that out there, but it's very hard to make that exciting, and it's really hard to make some exciting. Like, I mean, frankly. Um, Actually, Ocean's Eight had one of the greatest, greatest little oh, things yeah. that where they find the, oh the guy likes uh, the guy likes this particular kind of dog and they get his password oh, by basically right. fishing him yeah. and I'm like that is completely believable and then yeah. they move the camera just to create the blind spot over the course of like a month or two they shift that camera position oh yeah a little bit at a time yeah. mm-hmm. so nobody notices over that time period that they've created a blind spot they need yeah. for the plant so little things like that I think are better mm-hmm. examples of hacking now you've got like. Uh-huh. Sneakers, which arguably has a, an uber cyber weapon. I mean, it literally has almost the same thing. But, it, yeah. except it's not, it's, as we find out, uh-huh. and this is a spoiler for sneakers, which we, have we done sneakers? We haven't. We have not done sneakers. Okay, this is very important. This sneakers is crucially important. Sneakers isn't exactly within our remit. It's close. And it's a, it's Robert Redford in a spy movie. And that's like watching if I just put on an old, you know, an old set of yeah, gloves it, that fit just perfect. But it's not a 60s spy deal. Yeah, but... It's not exactly it's within kind of our remit. Thing. We haven't done Spy Game either, and that is absolutely in our remit. And that one's great. No, that's a 70s spy jam. That's like a bitter, cynical Robert Redford. Yeah, it's literally Robert great. Redford. Okay, well, so you, I'm about anyway. to spoil a little bit of Sneakers. If but you've it's, not it's, seen sneakers is 30 years old. If you haven't seen it by now, we can't help you. Yeah, but no, if you've not seen Sneakers, pause the podcast, go watch Sneakers, come back to this podcast. No, I'm not kidding. Seriously, if you've not seen this movie, and some of you out there may not have, go see it. It is an absolute treat. We, we will persuade cast. Eric to let us do an episode soon. Yeah. Okay. Basically, by persuade, I mean basically I have a little black burlap sack here. Um, okay. You know, you don't have to do that. You know. I, but I want to... But go, I, go ahead and do the thing. I want to rendition. Do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. Anyway, Robert Redford, Cindy Portier, River Phoenix, Dan Aykroyd. David Strathairn, Mary McDonald. Yeah. Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> great movie. Indisputably great Spectacular. movie. Spectacular. Okay, so the... Uber, you know, the, the, we didn't have the term cyber weapon, but the hacking device in there, as it turns out, well, it doesn't work on the Russian codes. They're two different. It was commissioned by the NSA, it's implied strongly, to spy on Americans, mm. um, you know, which was kind of a little bit of a twist there at the end. It's not the only Using twist. stuff they already had. Yeah. That's right. So, but even that one was essentially a lot of the stuff, that, the techniques they used in terms of just fishing people and in terms we've the, the term there, social then at the end of the, But then at the end of the movie, great. doesn't Redford say to James Earl Jones, doesn't he say literally it doesn't work? It never did. Right, and he's lying. And he's basically just giving him the empty case. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he's he's basically he's yeah. lying because they've you know they they it's implied they kind of use it and then maybe just get rid of it once. Mm. But but it's a great movie. Mm. But a lot of the lo-fi analog techniques and some of it's movied up a little bit in terms mm. of how they defeat motions and other stuff. Right, but right, right. generally, it's going it's because they're basically like a tiger team. Yeah, they're 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 they their job is basically we we test the security on banks and other stuff. We basically oh, tell but, you where. Well, okay, sneakers is basically mission. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really it's, is. So, okay, so, okay, we, can, we should do And I, I, you know, but my, the, basically the kind of low, 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 you know, lo-fi, more believable kind of threat and hacking and mm. tradecraft of that one, I really like movies when they do that. I like, mm. one thing I like the Daniel Craig movies is, mm. yeah, they had like high-tech gizmos and such, but they also just had some, you know, they also had Bond just, you know, just engaging in some fairly just physical, you know, yeah. low-tech Spine. type stuff. And it was... Even it was somewhat movied up a little bit, and we're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to, you know, it. Some of those were pretty good. I mean, um, what is it? Um, Free, uh, Free Rise Only is one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Uh, you know, Bonds, and that's pretty. That is not Moonraker. 
Mm. You know, and it's, I mean, yeah, mm. it's, you've got supervillains and you've got but the, the it was, diving it, suit. But Figure Eyes only was very specifically a reaction to Moonraker. Right. Like they took Moonraker as far as you can physically go with the you fantasy aspects. Back, so. yeah, and it, it was, it was very specifically, I mean, I remember reading at the time, I was like 10, but I remember this shit. That's uh, kind of what I do. But it was very specifically a more down to earth bond because you can't get more fantastic right, than right. Moonraker. And, I mean, the MacGuffin, okay, yeah, it could technically <coughs> launch nuclear missiles or whatnot, but it could have easily been a code book or, you know, this is our code device and we don't really really want that yes we can change the codes but you know the if they have the code system that gives them the huge advantage yeah. and that you know that's gold i mean i assure you the germans would have done everything they could to keep an enigma machine falling into yeah. thank you polish intelligence mm. we did not get it off a freaking submarine the movie lies to you. <laughs> yeah. a lot of poles risked their lives to get us that enigma and also a lot of the math with all yeah. due respect right. to bletchley park the poles did a lot of that math anyway um but yeah, so that um, but you know that one's a lot more for a Bond movie down to earth. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, I really, I, you know, so you can do really exciting set pieces and that sort of stuff, mm. and have a lot more lo-fi, believable stuff rather than somebody taps at their phone a whole bunch and a thing right. happens. Yeah. So I mean, that may be my particular mania because I right. work in the business and it's kind mm-hmm. of. And that's Again, all right. As I said, that's Eric, right. what I, we were watching is like, he's like, no, you just have to take your brain out. I'm like, okay, we watch a movie where they're basically the problem is we can't get enough cottage cheese to put in the camera to finish making the movie. I'm going to just tell you to enjoy your cottage cheese. Yeah. Would you like, would you like a celery with that? A little bit of lettuce? Yeah, like, actually. Oh, actually, yeah. Oh, God. I, that would actually. Now, now for oh. now, now for, for, for me, it's like it's movie logic. Yeah. And I can accept that. Right. Uh, and that's all right. And that's all right. So um, here we are. Uh, the movie was announced years ago. It was shot years ago. It was delayed for the pandemic. And here we are. And uh, basically, um, qualified thumbs up all around? Yeah, I mean, if you've got yeah. two hours to kill and you like the actor, yeah, go watch it. Again, there's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of good performance I mean, in there. I mean, I wanted, again, I really wanted them to be a team and assume there was going to be a series of these at and, the end. So. Now, didn't you say you did the research? It was originally, the idea was it was going to be at a TV show? Some, at some point, and I don't quite understand this because there was the thing about Jessica Chastain being behind it, but then also it mentioned that with cheaper actors, it was post, uh, pitched as a TV show at one See, point. See, the thing is, if we got... Like, and there was a lot about it that seemed to suggest they want to, this to be... In, have installments and yeah, and the lar- yeah. and the, the larger cast mm. with an, a TV show where you can have give people a bit more spotlight to me right, would right, work right. actually better. So, mm. may, so maybe Chastain says to Kimberg on the set of mm. Dark Phoenix, "Hey, I want to make a, a girls' action mm. picture," and then rather than and then they pick up this and then they pick this thing TV show up thing. to right. develop. Maybe I don't there, know. Yeah, often um, things have multiple right multiple possible right. things there. Right. Uh, so, uh, qualified thumbs up. Mm. Uh, you've heard our pluses and our minuses. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of know where we stand on this. What is it? Yeah, let us know. But yeah, by all means. I mean, we love getting uh, we love getting emails from people. Uh, my uh, email is number six, all lowercase letters at agentsub.cool. I'm Mrs. Peel, uh, no period, all lowercase at agentsub.cool. I'm Ray, R-A-Y, at agentsub.cool. Thank you, as always, for listening. And we'll be back on the case with you soon.